This is Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Intuitive Oracle, Jamie Hearn. Jamie stirs the cauldron with witches, shamans, healers, psychics, and mediums who bravely share their power and give you insight into what conversations with dead people really look like. It's probably not what you think. Sometimes hilarious, sometimes macabre, and always informative. Hello and welcome back to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People. I'm Jamie Hearn, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Amelia Layla. She's going to tell us her last name because I don't (laughs) want to butcher it. Um, She is an amazing coach and mentor that I've had the privilege of working with, so I'm super (laughs) excited to share her work and her story with all of you today. Amelia helps brave souls create peace and prosperity by uncovering their underlying things that cause the misalignment so they can access the prosperity that's available to them. She works with a technique called the quantum Christic field field work, which incorporates kinesiology with muscle testing. Oh, sorry. It incorporates kinesiology. (laughs) With muscle testing, she finds energies that are ready to be released in order of priority for the highest good. That's super fascinating. I want to dive into that too over the course of our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we can work with any intention. It's very effective for nervous system regulation, trauma healing, improving health, mental health, career, spiritual connection, and so much more. She is a mentor in emotional mastery, supporting people to properly process feel and transmute their emotions and connect them in a way that opens their heart to the essence of life. She teaches how to self-regulate during difficult and painful emotions and on the importance of releasing the trapped emotions for increased nervous system regulation and capacity. All of that is so critical. And I think that the majority of people just function on autopilot and don't have any awareness of it. So thank you for being (laughs) the light and sharing this with us. Welcome today. Thank you so much, Jamie. It's uh, such a pleasure to be here and chat with you. And thank you so, so much for this invitation. And thank you for sharing my uh, bio so uh, beautifully. Yeah, it's it's a really potent and beautiful work. And I'm really grateful to be able to facilitate that and grateful to talk about it today. <laughs> so let's start with who you are and tell us the right way to say your name. <laughs> okay, so I'm from Poland. That's why the difficulty with my last name. Uh, my name is Amelia Leila Tereszkiewicz. <laughs> you don't need to remember my last name. <laughs> and yeah, I came, I'm from Poland. I live in UK. Uh, I used to be massage therapist, and then when the pandemic hit, I had to find a work online. And since around uh, nine years or so, I've been into spirituality and healing and psychology. Um, So I always wanted to work uh, in that area. 
So when this pandemic hit, that was my opportunity to uh, shift uh, in my work a little bit, even though I loved massage and that was already in that area. Um, I found training uh, called quantum crystal healing. I call it field work. Um, but yeah, I found this training and uh, I got trained online, uh, learned how to muscle test how to work with different charts, uh, how to work in the quantum field. Uh, so we can actually do this work online with people all over the world through the magic of the quantum field. And, and very quickly, I started practicing on myself and um, noticing huge, huge shifts within myself. And that's when I started to uh, bring this work um, to people and actually yeah that's been my main source of income as well and it's been it's been really beautiful um, it's been already around two years with that work <laughs> so can you explain to us what is quantum crystal healing mm -hmm. so Maybe you've heard about quantum healing before. There's a lot of different modalities called quantum healing, and it's basically like energy work. <laughs> um, we work in the quantum field, so the field, the energy field that is all around us. We have our own quantum field, and there's the quantum field um, that connects us all. So basically, we can do energy work um, on people that are even on. Uh, different parts of the earth through the quantum field because it connects us all it doesn't know space it doesn't know time so now I actually also discovered how I can do healing um, that I pre-record and then mm -hmm. my client uh, can listen to it and actually do the healing um, through that so like there's no time nor space and it, there's so much possibilities in that realm as well um what was your question <laughs> <laughs> well it was a really broad question what is quantum okay what is quantum yeah okay so let me explain more about what exactly is that modality that i use because like i said there's a lot of different quantum healings so the quantum crystal healing or field work um is based on something that maybe um, some of you've heard it's the emotion code or body code modality that was uh, created by a doctor, uh, Bradley Nelson. So this uh, modality, the body code, my teacher took and expanded and added the Christic part of it. So there are teachings about Crystalla, um, Christ consciousness. Um, there are pretty underground teachings it's not christianity or anything like this um it's about the christic essence that we all come from and how this christic essence then was uh, hijacked by other races other beings that disconnected from christ or cristala and yeah so my teacher added this part um to this body code added some things that she felt was missing in the body code. And then she uh, taught us that uh, modality. So maybe some of you heard about Lisa Renee. So she was like the first person 
I think um, that kind of uh, brought this Christic teachings, the Kristala. Um, there are books also called Voyagers. Um, and yeah, there, you can also find more on ascensionglossary.com where mm. our those teachings uh, explain. It's very, very triggering and very controversial. So if some of you decide to go to that page, I definitely recommend to take everything slowly and just anything that resonates with you because it there's a lot of really triggering information. <laughs> um, so in great, general, yeah. That's great sorry. advice to, to remind people. This can be a triggering process regardless of what path you're on. So exactly. taking things slow and what resonates for you is priceless. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I can share a little bit more what exactly this modality uh, can do. So um, mostly what I wanted to focus today uh, in our conversation is the part of emotion, emotional side of it. So yeah. we can... And that was brought by Dr. Bradley Nelson. We can release trapped emotions from the body with this modality. And I will explain a little bit uh, maybe later what exactly are trapped emotions and how they are created and why we need to release them. But that's what we can do with this modality. We can release stuck emotions that we repressed or suppressed or not properly processed in our life. We can also release uh, the ones that we carry from our ancestors, because if they didn't process it, if they had it still right. in their bodies and they kind of like <laughs> we were born, we took that in our DNA. Um, so not only we have our own trapped emotions, but also from our ancestors and from past lives as well. And we can also absorb emotions from uh, the environment, from other people, and share emotions with people as well. Um, so that's the one part. It's a really big part and, and wow. one <laughs> important part of this modality um, to release the trapped emotions and emotional compounds, which are emotion, few emotions, like two or three emotions stuck together that create like a ball of energy. Um, other things that we can do, we can release so many different imbalances or inorganic energies. Um, we can even release allergies or intolerances. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually, uh, my partner's daughter, she used to be intolerant to lactose and okay. it, she wasn't tested, but that's what they observed. And mm -hmm. I did this uh, clearing on her and I released uh, dairy intolerance. And then she had a test and nothing came up on the test. So I, I think that really worked. That's what we thought. Um, yeah, there's so much more. There's uh, like physical trauma can be released because that also stays in the body when we experience physical trauma. So for example, now my partner um, had surgery on his knee. I had to release a physical trauma from the knee to help with the healing. Um, also physical, emotional shock from traumas and sometimes like uh, there, there may be recovery interference energy. Um, there are also other energies like beliefs. So there are different kinds of beliefs. For example, no will to do something or be something or will to do something or be something. Um, there are beliefs that are broadcast messages. So 
there is a belief um, that is being sent out to the field and to the people, for example, ignore me. And then we may meet people that actually will be ignoring us because that's what we send out to the field. Right. <laughs> that is I, that's just yeah. fascinating. There's so <laughs> many facets to this. I mean, mm -hmm. I had the pleasure of going through a really small snippet of this <laughs> with you, and it was uh, it was we actually did quite a lot in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I know I had a lot of, of shifts occurring mm -hmm. and it, it was a short time. It was mm -hmm. only, we only had a, a four week window together, but like there are just so many layers of opportunity here. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that we're sharing this with you. So keep going. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So for example, with the beliefs, uh, like we have those different will to, no will to, or broadcast messages, or uh, there can be also post-hypnotic suggestions. And all those beliefs, they have their underlying issues. And the underlying issues are usually emotions, or it can be uh, an implant or an entity, especially with the post-hypnotic suggestion. So when people work on the beliefs, um, you know, they work on the mindset from a conscious uh, approach, like for example, affirmations um, or trying to force some outcome. This may work on some level, but it's not as deep as when we actually release underlying issues of those beliefs, which are the emotions. So when we experience some trauma, um, for example, in childhood, we gather those emotions, the, those emotions stay with us, and that creates the belief. For example, we've experienced being ignored uh, in childhood or not being heard and we may felt unworthy of being heard for example and that creates this belief of unworthiness that later um, can be you know manifested in our life through various different ways um, besides that there is another part of this work uh, which focuses on releasing quite dark energies or inorganic inverted or distorted energies uh, that's how we also used to call them um, and there can be entity attachments um, so entity is like a low vibrational being that basically disconnected from the source of energy or god or higher power however you want to call it and basically needs energy from some other source to survive so they are kind of like energetic parasites they need to survive through siphoning the energy. And because they are low frequency, they also feed off low frequency. And that's when they will, when they attach to us, they will bring us down because they want us to be in this low frequency. They want us to experience the pain because they get feed of that. Um, so they will influence our thoughts. Um, they will make much more difficult for us to process the emotions. Uh, so that is the first step in my work to actually release entity attachments, cords and siphons. So we are more in our own energy and we have more ability to then also work with the emotions and process them properly. Uh, besides that, uh, when we release entities, there are also underlying issues to those entity attachments, which are usually um, psychic attacks implants. So there are like different energetic weapons 
placed by those entities to again lower our frequency to be able to attach to us uh, to disconnect us from our christic essence from our true power um and they have other um me mechanisms as well uh, and they use like black magic curses uh, witchcrafts uh voodoo which basically they they may um so voodoo Sometimes people think it's like a religion, right? And it may be a religion in Africa, but also they use voodoo, like, for example, voodoo dolls to bring that pain in us so they can siphon uh, our energy through that pain. So actually, for example, when my partner had this knee problem, mm -hmm. um, he had a big pain in his knee and I actually needed to really siphon with entities quite often and when I was releasing those siphons, he had much less pain. So that's when I realized that actually they um, they put on pains, kind of like they put on pains and then they siphon the energy. Um, so I have, a, I have a question, if you don't mind. <laughs> Some of this attachment, and I know this is like deep stuff. Yeah, that... <laughs> it's pretty controversial. <laughs> Well, I love controversy, so. <laughs> um, but some of the attachments can be other people in our lives that we don't necessarily mm. recognize mm. the subterfuge of, of negativity or, or impact it's having on us. Isn't that true? Yes, that's that's true. Exactly. So, yeah, we also can release uh, cords with people or siphons with people. Um, I actually don't find many siphons with people. Sometimes it happens when uh, a man wants to siphon feminine energy from a woman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's when I can find a siphon uh, from a man in a woman. Um, but yeah, there can be unhealthy cords between people. Um, so, for example, if you are in relationship with someone and you have a period of time when there is a conflict and you can't really solve this conflict, the cord should be in your heart so there is an energy <clears throat> sorry <laughs> there is an energetic connection between you guys and it should be in the heart for the connection to be harmonious um loving and so on but if there is a conflict it can move to different places in the body and that's oh. when it creates this unhealthy dynamic so for example with parents uh, very often I find cords in a solar plexus or sacral chakra and we bring them back to the heart. Unless uh, someone from the family uh, has passed away, that's when we release those cords completely. Um, but yeah, I always ask if it's uh, beneficial to bring it back to the heart or to release it completely. And if it's family, they want to be in the heart. If it's a partner, it wants to be in the heart. But if it's, for example, ex-partner, it want to be fully released. Um, so yeah, especially after breakups, I find releasing cords very, very effective in actually healing from a breakup. There's other things uh, as well, but yeah, releasing cord is is very effective in that. That that's really interesting. And <clears throat> as you talk about it, I it resonates how I can see where it, where it shows up that the cord has moved from the heart to a different mm -hmm. different place in the body, especially with one of my kids. He's, mm -hmm. he's the perfect mirror for all of my shadows mm -hmm. that I don't want to face and admit mm -hmm. and deal with. 
So, <laughs> yeah, I see it. <laughs> yeah, that's what the children are for, right? <laughs> and our partners. Yeah, I can see that a lot. So I actually uh, discovered a way uh, that my client can have the session for, for example, releasing the cords and they don't need to come to me every time this cord moves, mm. but they have this one session that actually works uh, all the time, like we did in this program, right? You had four sessions. Uh, one session was just working on the beliefs and that session doesn't need to be repeated. And then we have three sessions for releasing entity, attachments, cords, siphons, uh, cords with people, and then uh, different like emotions or different energies to bring more of our soul's essence to the body. And actually, you've been able to repeat those sessions as much as you want. I actually just changed that a little bit now. So <laughs> there will be membership for people that want to repeat. But it's it's such an amazing tool that, you know, you have a healing tool for life and you don't need to invest in a healer every time something happens, right? So that, that has been uh, something I discovered in my work after a um, year and a half. <laughs> I discovered yeah. that actually um, there are same patterns and we can work on those patterns uh, by doing a session that can be repeated many times. That's empowering by you as the mentor to mm. the client or, or you know, you're, you're not telling them I am your only. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, like, I don't want to be like this. <laughs> that, that's a really cool thing because so many people want a client to come into their world and they're like, you just need me. Mm -hmm. but you empower the client to like own their own shit and, and <laughs> do what they need to do going forward on their own so that's really beautiful that's a gift yeah exactly and it's not even about the repeating session but it's actually about mostly it's in the part of my work when I teach them how to process their emotions properly Maybe we can talk more about that because that's actually, that's really empowering, I feel. Yeah, let's dive into that. <laughs> I mean, there are so many pieces to this that are useful exactly. to everyone, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love to talk about that. So like I told uh, you, there is this part of my work when we work with the emotions. And uh, as you wrote my bio, I also mentor people on the emotional mastery. Mm -hmm. So how exactly we get those trapped emotions so as you probably learned maybe from your parents uh, from people in your life in very young age um, that it's good to suppress your emotions for example it's ugly or it's not nice to cry or be angry shout and so on right and so through that even your parents didn't know what they are doing, telling you that, because that's how they've been um, raised as well. As your parents been telling you to suppress your emotions because that's nice or because it annoys them, <laughs> they also haven't developed healthy relationship with their own emotions. So they are overwhelmed by a child that expresses their own emotions without, you know, any judgment, right? Uh, so that's how we've learned. And then throughout our life, we, 
either gaslight ourselves, for example, we say, like our parents, for example, in childhood, uh, nothing happened, it's okay, you're okay, you don't need to cry, don't cry, and so on. So I've been observing that in my life quite a lot, especially if um, I'm triggered by something that really is not as serious, right? But it actually does trigger some wound. Mm, sometimes I may think that, oh, nothing really happened. I shouldn't feel that. Or I already worked on that topic so much, I shouldn't feel yeah, that. That's right? that yeah, <laughs> that's what we uh, tend to do. And that's how we then suppress those emotions. And um, there are times when emotions are really intense and we repress them because we don't want to feel them because it's too intense. And that often happens when there actually have been a lot of trapped emotions already uh, mm -hmm. throughout our life. And basically the nervous system uh, activates a protection mechanism. So those different trauma responses like fight, fight, flight, <laughs> or yeah. uh, fawn or freeze uh, because it doesn't have the capacity to actually process those emotions and it doesn't have the capacity because it's already overwhelmed by trapped emotions from the past so we all have many of those trapped emotions and we also carry them from our ancestors and from our past lives and we can absorb them from other people uh, if we don't have really good energetic boundaries as well yeah, and boundaries overall. <laughs> so we all have them. And the key to give this nervous system relief so we can actually process them. So, we, so the nervous system actually allows us to feel them without activating those trauma responses straight away where we don't even access the emotion but rather we react or we freeze or we escape in some way, the key is to release some of those trapped emotions. We will never release all of them right. <laughs> because it's just so many of them, but even releasing some of them can bring huge change. Um, it brings this relief to the nervous system. It then brings also safety to the body because for example many people are told that they need to let go of something or someone you know just let go right it's it's being told so, so, so many yep. times but it's so difficult for us to let go because our body actually still experiences the trauma or the connection with some person, right? Um, so it's really difficult to just let go. But when we actually work with the body and we release those trapped emotions or we release the connection with the person, that's when body let go. <laughs> and that's when we can actually let go as well. That's It happens automatically. When the body let go, we let go as well. So it's it's really effective way to... Uh, move forward in life um, to integrate past traumas like I am not a therapist <laughs> and right. I I speak about trauma because it can really help to integrate trauma but 
um, sometimes I, you know, I tell a person that they also need to speak with a therapist. And it's it's great to have this um, this mix together. So a talk therapy and the bodywork therapy. Um, I've, I've talk- done both. And yeah? in my experience, the type of work that you're doing moves so much more quickly <laughs> and goes deep. Like, I feel like you could talk for years. <laughs> And not necessarily move as much energy mm-hmm. and release as much as you do yeah, with exactly. this type of energy work. So um, I, I appreciate that you <laughs> acknowledge that, that could be helpful. And in my experience, this is better. <laughs> yeah, it's very different for everyone. So sometimes if my client didn't have an example of like completely no example of um, what their needs may be or um, like they never had uh, someone that really take care of them, Uh, then we do this work and it helps. But I feel there may benefit also from like a deeper relationship with a therapist where they can talk more about that because of course my clients talk with me as well um <laughs> but sometimes you know we uh, there is a, a part that um i feel i am not uh trained to help someone like this right but yeah. it does help them um but sometimes it's beneficial to also uh, develop some uh, relationship with the therapist but yeah talking about trauma doesn't really helps to integrate it um so yeah different topics like talking about the needs or just being uh seen by someone it's so much healing um so yeah the talking here in that case uh, may be helpful as well and often my clients um express that me hearing them listening to them acknowledging their experience is already so much healing because they've been, for example, gaslighted before by coaches or or therapists um, that, for example, you don't try enough or you don't want something enough, right? So (laughs) I know, I know. And then, you know, they, they come to me and I listen to them. And, you know, sometimes people have the experience with the entities and many people gaslight them. They say they are own, they are your own demons, for example. And then they come to me and, and they actually, they are hurt by me because I work with that and I believe them. And we release <laughs> them and they no, actually no. experience change. <laughs> well, I mean, there is so much to your work. And I want to encourage people to get to know your work and follow you and participate wherever it it seems right for them. Where did they find you? So you can find me on Facebook. Um, I don't know if you can like link with that. We'll put put your social media links in the comments. Um, You can just find me by Amelia Laila L-A-Y-L-A. Uh, Amelia, <laughs> Laila, uh, and then you will see very complicated last name. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> uh, I also have a website, uh, devotionalalchemy.org. 
uh, but I will have my website changed, so I'm not sure how if if the um, if it will be the same. But yeah, I uh, hope you will link it, and that's when people can find me. I'm mostly on Facebook. Uh, I also have Instagram, which is Soul Embodiment Catalyst, because uh, mm. I catalyst <laughs> catalyst to um, to soul embodiment because that's what we do by releasing those energies we actually connect deeper with the soul and we bring it more to the body because the soul also when experiences trauma it sometimes leaves uh, some parts of the soul leave the body because it's not safe so by releasing those um, residues from trauma the soul can inhabit the body more so soul embodiment catalyst awesome. <laughs> that's been my that. uh, name as well <laughs> um so i know we could we could talk about this forever <laughs> yeah um, and i hope the information that we've shared is useful to our listeners but i really want to thank you for taking the time to share this insight in your amazing body of work <laughs> thank you so much it's been uh, wonderful i know sometimes i can be pretty chaotic with what i share because there's just so much to share <laughs> but yeah I, i've enjoyed that i actually can't believe the 30 minutes went just like that <laughs> i know it goes so quick especially when you're like fascinated i'm like oh i need to know what <laughs> I want to thank everybody for tuning in. See you next week on thank the Bitches so much. and Dead People. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Peace and badass magic. Thank you for listening to Witches, Bitches, and Dead People with Jamie Hearn. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in. 